Welcome, everyone, to the Food, Farms, and Chefs radio show with restaurant industry author Kevin Wilson, highly acclaimed chef Gene Blum, and food photojournalist Amaris Pollock. Join them as they interview the biggest names in the restaurant industry, tell you about the latest food trends, and give you recipes and cooking tips, too. So let's get the show started. Welcome, everyone, to Food Farms and Chefs, to our listeners around the world via the podcast, to our listeners at Drive Time Tuesday, Talk Radio WWDB, and our great new listeners on WPEN HD2 97.5 FM. Today, we have the Valley Forge Tourism and Convention Board. They're here to talk about their new Crave Montco month-long promotion to celebrate the Montco makers with month-long deals. Kicking off on July 1st and running until July 31st. Then we're going to talk to the owners of Fishtown Pickle Project, Nikki Toscani and Mike Szynski. And let's get this fabulous show started. Chef Gene, let's talk about this great event. Well, welcome, Megan. Welcome, Valley Forge. It's great to have you with us. So, Megan, tell us, this is an absolutely great celebration of everything Montgo, restaurants throughout the region. What do you got in store for us? Well, thank you so much for having us join you. We really appreciate it. Crave Monco Month is just an exciting way for us to showcase and promote all the amazing restaurants in Montgomery County. We have over 75 restaurants and Monco makers participating across the county in Crave Monco Month. You know, so many of us missed out on celebrations last year, and this is just a way for us not only to get together with our families and one another, but at the amazing restaurants that we may never have even explored or knew about in the county. Why don't you tell us a, a few about a few of the restaurants that are participating? Sure. So we have restaurants that are participating from Ambler to Pottstown and every town in between, both restaurants and Monco makers. Um, so we have uh, we even have some chocolate shops and bakeries. We have Bar Taco, which is in King of Prussia, which is an amazing Mexican restaurant with fabulous tacos. Um, Bridget Steakhouse in Ambler is going to be participating. We have Chula in King of Prussia and Concha Steaks and Hoagies. Um, we have Jasper's Backyard, which is in Conshohocken. We've got Morgan's Brooklyn Barbecue, which brings you back into King of Prussia, and the Brazza Brazilian Steakhouse, which is in Horsham, which is a great place to check out as well. So they're just a few of the restaurants that we have. We've also got a bunch of Monco makers, including our new Vonsi Brewing Company, Workhorse Brewing, Bald Birds Brewing, and Brothers Kirshner Brewing as well. So I could literally eat at a different restaurant every day in the month of July in Montgomery County. And just by that list, I know I will be quite happy. I frequent many of them as is and love going into work. Workhorse is one of the great microbreweries yes. there is. You know, just absolutely fabulous. There's some nice hidden gems that you can find. (laughs) I'm sorry? How long did it take all this to put together? I mean, obviously, this is a great promotion to sign on all those restaurants. You guys have been working hard over there at the Convention and Visitor Center. We have been. I would say it's, it's probably taken us about three months, three to four months from the conception to the development of it 
you know, we took time also and talked to some of our Monco makers and our restaurants. And we really wanted this to be an opportunity for people to get out into the community and really go back into the restaurants that they hadn't been able to be in for so long. Um, and so we didn't want it to just be a week. We didn't want it to be something that we asked them or directed them to do. We wanted it to be something that worked for them. So every restaurant or Monco maker is offering something that works for their organization and their business. So it could be $5 off of a purchase of 30, or it could be buy one coffee, get another coffee on Mondays. So, you know, to your point, you really could spend 30 days in July for breakfast, lunch, and dinner going to someplace different and having breakfast or lunch or dinner at a different uh, venue. Now, I saw that there are over 70 different venues or businesses that are participating in this. Are we going to see additional restaurants that kind of sign on for this? You will. Absolutely. So we're still working hard to reach out to all the restaurants. You know, everybody is working hard in their restaurants. Some are understaffed right now, but we're reaching out to all of them individually and independently to try and let them know that we're doing this for them. It's free to them to participate. It doesn't cost them anything. Um, so you will continue to see restaurants and breweries hopefully added on throughout the month. There isn't a time limit. So they can, they can sign on in the middle of the month if they don't have an opportunity to do so beforehand. Now, um, one of the different breweries that I have actually gone to that is on your list is Workhorse. Yes. And it is... Yes. Fantastic. And oh, yeah, I brought we, Kevin. We did interviews <laughs> yes, with the manager. Yes. Exactly. And I had met you there, too, Megan. Oh, that's right. You. Were, <laughs> that was one of our first Mondays with Megan that we were doing. <laughs> I do remember that. You had some great pictures. We got to talk to you. I think I've seen you a couple other times. Workhorse is so great. You know, Workhorse is one of our first community king of Prussia breweries that came in and we worked with Dan and the team from the very start and to, to really help them promote and be a partner and since then they've become a partner of ours through golf um, we have another brand called Monco Golf so we've promoted our breweries and our restaurants through Monco Golf as well and Dan is just a great entrepreneur and his team is fabulous we love their beer we do they, and their cheesesteak from the from the truck was great yes yes, yes. And there's just a ton of other great hidden gems of breweries. Um, I love my, my nice glass of, of wine, and I love a great beer. But if you go into Skipback, you can go into Brothers Kirshner's. If you go into Audubon, you can go to Baldbirds. When you head into Ambler, there's Tannery Run. And you can go to Hapro, and you've got Crooked Eye and Artifacts. So there's just so many amazing breweries nice. that are out there as well. And distilleries. We can't forget our distilleries. They're out there, too, in Phoenixville, which is just a little bit in Montgomery County. But we've got Five Saints in Norristown, which is a great partner of ours, too. And if I'm correct, Five Saints has teamed up with Zachary's, which is what a great combination of barbecue it is. and yeah. distillery products. And even more exciting, I believe, is that Zachary's now is moving out. Uh, you'll be able to get some of their stuff in the Elmwood Park Zoo, if I'm correct, too. You, so you are. And I actually when, just... When you're uh, over at Elmwood Park, you get some of Zachary's food. If, you don't, if you're not familiar with Zachary's, it's awesome barbecue. Um, and I know they're participating, too. You know, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Workhorse is uh, just a gem. I yes. had an opportunity to do a very upscale wedding where the client wanted only workhorse brew 
uh, beers, and we did an oyster bar where we teamed oysters with four of their different beers that were just amazing. I suffered through a pairing tasting. <laughs> it was a terrible thing. I mean, I suffered for days, but it was anything for the client. <laughs> I feel like we're doing doing a focus on workhorse, but I was also going to say that that I like them because if you aren't into drinking beers, they do offer um, wines and and seltzers and whatnot Mm -hmm. as, you know, a second option for people who are going with a beer drinker. Um, and, And that I actually have to say that I love. So I just wanted to plug that in there, too. Um, I agree with you. And, you know, there's so many of our breweries that are starting to partner with our wineries in Montgomery County that it's really great when you walk in and you see Monco makers partnering together to satisfy everybody. Because you're right, I have friends that don't drink beer, but may drink wine or a mixed beverage. So it's so nice. And so many of them have. I know that... um, Ballbirds Brewing in Audubon has teamed up with Stone and Key in Montgomeryville, and they showcase um, Stone and Key's wines in their establishment. So it's always great to have that partnership going, too. It really speaks to the connection of membership that we have and what we try to offer to our members to work together and build their businesses and grow their businesses together. Now, for those of us who are listening um, to everything that we're talking about, I want to add that you can go online to visit Valley Forge and cravemontco.com and there's free apps that they can download in order to see these deals. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. So we do have an app. It's called Visit Valley Forge. It's free. You can go on and not only does Visit Valley Forge uh, lead you to all the restaurants and breweries and wineries and distilleries, but it also gives you um, access to the entire county. So restaurants to go to, attractions to go to, places to stay over are historical places that you can visit, including the Valley Forge National Historical Park. Um, and then you can also go, as you mentioned, to cravemontcomonth.com, and you can see all of the um, offerings there. And then when you go into the restaurant, you'll just show them the offer that you're looking to redeem at the specific restaurant or brewery or distillery that you're at. And that'll let them know that you visited the app and you visited Valley Forge. And that's how you came to find out about them and visit them for that day. I'll tell you what I absolutely love about the Visit Valley Forge app for Crave Monco is you really did a wonderful job of breaking down dining into outdoor dining, in you know heated outdoor dining or outdoor dining into just very specific you know new restaurants, diverse cultural restaurants. You have it categorized in such a fabulous way that you know right off the bat you, you can go in and say you know what I, I want to try something different tonight for dinner. So I'm going to go to the diverse cultural offerings or you know mm-hmm. I'm going to go mm-hmm. I, I want something outdoor dining tonight. And, really fabulous job on that so kudos to whoever did that it's it's a fabulous website to use and and i've already picked like six places to head (laughs) (laughs) well thank you we love to hear that and i cannot take credit for that we have an amazing team here that works together um and we have an amazing website team and the app is just you know 
it's something that has really developed over the years and we try to take everything to another level. And you're right, there are so many diverse options in the county from just being outdoors to unique venues. Um, I'm originally from Bucks County, but I moved to Montgomery County um, about five years ago and I'm still finding places to go. I still drive and find places that I haven't been, whether it's an outdoor venue or a unique restaurant. And so one of the great um, things I get to do in my job is also refer all of them because I also help the groups that are coming into Montgomery County that our sales team brings in and help them go out into the county and take their groups that are visiting and say, here's the different places you can go, whether it's an attraction or a restaurant. So we really try to offer that diversity so that we can assist everyone that's coming for all of the options that they're looking for. Which leads me to a, a very simple question, but one that people I don't think realize. The use of convention and, and visitor centers, the use of you know, convention visitors boards like Valley Forge and organizations, people think that they're strictly for, oh, somebody's booking a, a convention, they're going to come, and that's what they're <laughs> going to call. But, you know, you offer services for the everyday person who might even live in the county, but, you know, Correct. wants to learn more. Somebody new. Tell us a little bit about, you know, if I want to find out, what can I get from free from your department? So you're absolutely right. You know, not only does our team bring groups and conventions to Montgomery County, but we're also here to let the general public that live here know about all the different things that their family can do in Montgomery County. Um, you know, a perfect example is that I used to live near Hathrow, but I had never been to Pottstown. Um, we just never traveled that way as a family. And there's so many places, like I mentioned, that we've discovered. So our website um, valleyforge.org is really the gateway to Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. And you can go on there and you can look at things to do and places to stay. We have numerous brands underneath our organization, including golf and adventure and arts. There's a huge arts community in Montgomery County. And so just going to the website, you can even break it down to town. So if someone's told you about Skipback or Ambler or Lansdale, but you don't know how to get there or what there is to do, you can plan your trip. Um, and our organization does that through a lot of community outreach. Um, we'll go to festivals and events that are happening throughout all the towns across the county and promote the county through our visitor's guide, through our app, through our dining guide, so that you can discover all the unique towns and places. And not just to eat, there's also great trails in Montgomery yeah. County. There's uh, so many trails. I started to discover the trails last spring, um, just walking along. And bike trails, walking trails, all the historic venues that are in Montgomery County as well. We've got Patriot Trails, so that can really take you along all the Patriot patriotic venues that are within the county that you can visit. Well, I live in Ivyland, Bucks County, so I'm really Hatboro, and I can relate to where you're at. And what I like, you know, Monco, and I'm a lifelong Bucks County resident, so this pains me to say, <laughs> but Monco <laughs> has so many more great little towns to go and dine and spend time in. I'm a big fan of Phoenixville. I was <clears throat> involved in some projects up there. Obviously, Hatboro is a great little town. Go to Skipback, you know, and you can go up to Pasta. You can 
so many great little dining towns in the area for people. In Bucks County, we do. I mean, we have Doylestown, we have New Hope, you can go up to Quakertown, but Montco has it all. So I'm so blessed that I live in Ivy Land because I'm minutes from <laughs> Artifact and, and I'm right there for all that. And Crooked Eye, I'm a big fan of. They're actually doing a big festival yeah. in the fall and, you know, really supporting them. But, you know, I'm minutes from the Turnpike, too. So I can be. I you just are. recently Phoenixville for dinner. You know, you can do that in, in, you know, 15. People don't realize you can be on the Turnpike and be so many places in uh, in, in Monco County, you know, Montgomery County, you can be 422, 76, you know, the PA Turnpike. In minutes, you can be a great dining destination. You're absolutely right, and it's funny that you mentioned Ivyland. My grandparents uh, on my mom's side grew up in Ivy, lived in Ivyland, and I grew up in Warminster, and my dad's parents grew up in Hepros. So not to knock Bucks County. I love Bucks County because that's where I was born and raised and lived the majority of my life so far, but you just cross over that county line, and you're right. There's so many beautiful towns, and I live in Trooper now, so I've kind of adopted um, Skipac as my little hometown, uh, but I still drive through Ambler and um, and and Bluebell a little bit on my way back home, and Hapro when I come back to see my family. So you're right; it's so close, and you can literally just kind of take a trail and and visit every every town. And that's what we want to encourage people to do: to stay over in one and and just find the the uniqueness in all the places that there are in Montgomery County. Absolutely, absolutely. I. Ambler was the saving grace last year. The Ambler Restaurant Week that they did yeah. was so well done during COVID with closing the street and having outside dining mm-hmm. and everybody spaced out. I, it was really, for a person who eats out all the time, it was my saving grace. So I want to thank Ambler and you know, Visit Monco and everybody who was involved in doing that because really it was the highlight of, of the terrible year that 2020 was. Ambler Main Street is a great partner of ours, and you're right. And, you know, they're carrying that through. If you drive through Ambler on the weekend, they still have some of the streets blocked off. Um, They've made areas for all the restaurants to be able to have outdoor dining if they don't really have outdoor dining, if you will. So they've used some of the parking along the main street. They decorate it so beautifully, so the ambiance is there. And they're just one of the towns, I agree with you, that kind of helped us all get through last year and, and are continuing to take that and carry it through. Um, so it's, it's great to be, to be out in Ambler walking around. And they have a lot of newer restaurants coming in as well, too. So it's great. They do. They just brought in a brand-new gelato place about a month ago that is absolutely to die for. Really? I haven't I'll tried it yet. I know that there's a new uh, Italian delicatessen or um, specialty shop that's either just opened or about to open. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. I want to also um, mention, because I've been to Jenkintown numerous times. It was kind yeah. of like one of those towns I fell upon while driving. And, you know, one of the times that I drove through it, you know, there was just a lot of hustle and bustle going on. So my curiosity kind of got the best of me and I found some place to park and ended up okay. in the middle of, and this is, uh, you know, obviously before everything shut down. Um, but 
I I was at a festival um, and of all things, it was in the summertime and it was an arts festival and it was absolutely wonderful. Um, and I know that they're starting to bring that back. Uh, and, and also, you know, while I was there, I stopped in in a few, few different places, uh, because it's, it's so cute. And one of the places that I stopped in at was the White Horse Coffee and Creamery. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been there, but I've been there and I've been back several times. Uh, I got my, one of my friends, you know, hooked on, hooked on their, their store because not only do they do all the lovely amazing coffees they also carry local company um like offerings as well and they make ice cream so they'll they'll have you know the the banana kind of whip or sometimes they do the pineapple whip so they'll make like healthy alternative ice creams for us wow <laughs> So I travel to Jenkintown. Usually it's on my way to the dentist, unfortunately, but <laughs> yeah, it's on the square. So I, I'm usually just zooming through and zooming out, but it's a lovely, you're right, you know, two road street, one road in, one road out. Um, they've got the Drake Tavern there. Um, and the Piazza on the square has some great shopping. And I know I went to um, an amazing place for breakfast one time about a year ago, and I pre-pandemic and of course can't remember but their festival of the arts that they hold is just lovely. And, and I think it's coming back in September this year, um, which will coincide with our arts Monco week as well. So that'll be a great tie in for people to go to the restaurants and see the arts while they're there. And uh, Megan, this is Kevin Wilson. I just have a quick question. Let's talk to our listeners and let our listeners know how great of a foodie town Conchahawken is. Let's talk about Conchahawken. I take the regional oh, route. I, I mean, it is <laughs> the ultimate foodie area. I take the regional route. I walk two blocks up and I'm, I'm at some of the greatest restaurants in Conshohocken. So talk about Conshohocken. I could not agree with you more. Where should I start? No, oh, there's so um, many. Southern Cross, Southern Cross Kitchen and Gypsy <laughs> Saloon run by the Conchi girls. Yep. You have Pepperoncini down the way, which has my Almost my favorite pizza, I think. I'm still trying out all the pizza in Monco, so I haven't, I haven't, but it's right at number one. And Coyote Crossing down a little bit further. Yep. Great Mexican food, and you can eat outside in their amazing courtyard. Um, you've got Fane Coffee Shop, Flanagan's Boathouse. That's great my American spot right Club. there. That's my spot, Flanagan's. Flanagan's. Okay. I love okay. it. Okay. great. And they have a nice, um, they have a nice uh, beer and wine takeout area that they've created as well. So if you're going to one of the restaurants at the BYOB, you can pop in there, make your purchase, and go on. Um, let's see. Can't forget about Jasper's Backyard. Yep, that's popping. I love the outdoor dining. Yep. So they've got a great – it really does feel like you're in someone's backyard there. And if you're a foodie, you're there. if you're a foodie, Megan, I don't know how any foodie could not go up to uh, Conchahawken. Right off the regional rail, there's two blocks, and you're in the ultimate area of dining. Conchahawken is a foodie destination. Totally agree with you. And I, I go with Phoenixville as another one of them. And anchoring Phoenixville for anybody who does not know. Maggie, tell us a little bit about Blobfest. Oh, Blobfest is a colonial. Blobfest. So, 
it's that such falls a, into your crave macho, right? That's, that's the nice. It does. So, so I love Phoenixville. Phoenixville is right on the cusp of Montgomery County. So, yes. we love to embrace Phoenixville. Um, but there is a there is a line that kind of draws. But there's so many amazing craft beer places that have come up in Phoenixville. The shopping is amazing, and of course, Blob Fest. From the Colonial Theater, they do their—I um, don't want to say reenactment, but they celebrate um, the movie every year. And it's just, again, you know, one of the great things great. to bring people into the town, celebrate some history with the town, and then encourage people to eat and drink and shop. And that really comes back to what Crave Monco Month is—is is to you, really you bring people right. into and that line. Touches the very tip of Phoenixville, but most of that falls to Chester. Yes. It does, but we still love to use Poor Providence Paddle and the restaurant that they have there and, and oh, kayak absolutely. along the river and into the Schuylkill. So, you know, we, we it's kind of our adopted town, though we can't claim all of it, but we do love it. I wanted to actually, because I think that the Lucky Dog Gastro Pub is also in Conshohocken. Yep, right up the street. I it have, is. It's it's wonderful. I've been there. I actually, one of my friends, um, well, when she was pregnant, we were kind of looking at v- different venues, and that was one of the venues that I was looking at. Given that, you know, everything's opening up again, I'm sure that they're offering, you know, private you know, party options as well. And, you know, some of these other wonderful restaurants and and bars and distilleries are probably doing the same thing as well. So it's funny that you mentioned the Lucky Dog because they are one of our favorites here at the office because we did a team retreat there. And they have an amazing updoor space, upstairs space that is so brightly lit and is just such a unique spot right in the heart of Conshohocken that you can hold a meeting or a reception or whatever you want to be. I referred someone to have their daughter's baby shower there. So you're right on track. It's a great spot. Um, But all of our, our restaurants and venues that do have space, they're either opening them back up and offering them for any kind of event you're looking to do, or they're getting creative with some of the outdoor space that they have as well. So it's great for our organization to help promote that end of their business as well. And again, getting everybody out into these restaurants gives them additional exposure. Little hidden nooks that you might not realize you can rent out for a party like um, Deterra and Ambler. Um, there's so many of our restaurants. Even we, we talked about Five Saints and Zachary's coming in. They have a new event space coming in on the top level that's going to be amazing in the heart of Town. And you have such wonderful little brunch places in, in Montgomery County. Bluebell Inn, which I believe was yeah. voted best brunch in Pennsylvania, if I'm correct. I, I saw some wow. wire a couple of days ago about that uh, as the place to go for brunch. And you know, just so many great. Then, you know, right up the road, you know, you have Radiki. You have so many fabulous restaurants. Oh. But mm-hmm. you know, so many little places for brunch. One of my favorite meals. I love brunch as well, and it's before the pandemic, I want to say it was hard to find some good brunch places, and now it seems like some of our restaurants are really embracing that. Um, they're embracing being open for brunch. There is a restaurant called Brunch in Conshohocken, um, <laughs> so they have a great brunch as well, and even some of our breweries. So Troubles End Brewery in Conshohocken, 
which is close to Ursinus. Um, they have a great brunch menu. So you can go there and have a beer or maybe a mimosa if you don't feel like a beer. So everybody is trying brunches. I believe even the mill up in Lansdale has a great brunch too. So we really love to use um, Crave Monco, the website and the link on our site to be able to showcase those things. Um, so you can see all the new places that are doing brunch when that's when you're looking for. King of Prussia has a few great spots, and there's a couple of new places that are opening up in KOP that are going to be offering brunch as well. So it's exciting. That is exciting. Um, why why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the the wonderful things? That, can we actually combine the apps while we check in when we go to Monco, Crave Monco? Sure. So you can go to the Visit Valley Forge app, and as of July 1st, all of the offerings for Crave Monco Month will be listed on there. So you could literally have chosen to go to one of the 75-plus participating restaurants. Uh, maybe you decide to go to Gypsy Blue in Conshohocken, and you can pull up the app, and you can look for the next place that you're going to go to. One of the great things about our Monco Makers app, which focuses and, and specializes on all of our breweries, wineries, and distilleries, is it'll show you where you are, what brewery you might be in, and it'll tell you the next one that's close to you. So you'll be able to do that on the app as well for Visit Valley Forge. You can look and see what's close to you or simply in another town that you want to go and explore for the next meal. And just out of curiosity on Visit Valley Forge, can I get a limousine service? Because I don't think I'm going to be able to drive after, <laughs> <laughs> after you fill yourself and drink yourself. You can. All of our members are listed on Visit Valley Forge, and you can just give King Limo a call, and I'm sure they'll send a car for you to pick you up and and, and take you home. <laughs> services there are. I use them all the time, and they're really close to workhorse, so it's very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> And we know how much we love workhorse over here. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to also mention, it, you know, and maybe maybe if I plug this on air, Davios will actually hear it <laughs> and join the list of, of contributing or participating restaurants and eateries that are, are offering up these deals because... I'm looking through and I'm such a, you know, a meat eater and I'm seeing like mm -hmm. the steaks and conchi steaks and hoagies. I see Creed. Oh, mm -hmm. and I saw the promotional photos that you had sent me for Creed's and that huge yeah. tomahawk steak looked so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should try um, Morgan's Brooklyn Barbecue as well. They've got a huge steak, too, and they're a new restaurant in King of Prussia um, near North Italia and Bar Taco. Um, but there are some great steak restaurants. I'll put a plug in to Davio's again for you. We have reached out to them, and we're just waiting for them to get back to us. So my, my favorite is their, uh, their bolognese. So mm. I, I, I gravitate to their bolognese and their popovers when I go. That's wonderful. Uh, and then... For our vegan listeners, I want to just, you know, let them know that there are some um, wonderful options for vegans who are on this list as well. And, you know, if you are looking for something healthier, there are definitely some, you know, healthy eateries that are on this list. So why don't you talk a little bit about Aloha Smoothie Company or the, um, the vegetarian restaurant? Am the Ambler Vegan Company? Yes. 
So I will be honest, I am a meat lover as well, but I have family <laughs> members that are vegan and don't eat meat. So I always love trying these, but everybody raves about Aloha Smoothie Company and just really trying different things. Not only things that taste great, but are also good for you and good for you after you do a workout or a walk on one of the trails. So I am definitely going to be checking them out. And Ambler Vegan is new to me. I haven't um, visited them yet. So I'm definitely going to check out their menu and take some of my girlfriends for a wine night or to take home for a wine night because I, I love my vegetables, but I don't always gravitate that way. So that's another great reason to celebrate Crave Monco because, you know, you can really go and try places you wouldn't normally try yes. that may be out of your comfort zone in one way or another. So we're all trying to be healthier, especially now that it's the summertime. So um, I'm looking forward to some smoothies. I would be looking forward to some smoothies too, but <laughs> I'm also going to completely do a, uh, a 160 or 180 on you and mention the fact that you have some bakeries on here too. Yes, we do. We do. And chocolatiers as well. I mean, we could just go down the list from Sweet Ashley's and Asher's Chocolates to um, who else did we have on here? Lachelle's Bakery in Hatborough. Oh, they make some amazing. I, every time I just walk in there, I just smell the donuts and the flash nuts when they're making them. <laughs> so we have a lot of great ones. Um, and even some of like, you know, we were talking about brunch, but some of our cafes or our breakfast places, they also have those kind of sweets and treats for us that we should not forget about and just take them home after we've enjoyed our, our filling breakfast, right? And we can go to, if we're going to, you know, go with the sweets and, and breakfast, we can also go with a brunch and, you know, pick up some of the the wines or whatnot. And, you know, I'm sure that <laughs> <Right>. they, exactly, <laughs> I'm sure that they, you know, create their version of a champagne, like a brute or whatnot that, mm -hmm. you know, you can purchase from one of the local wineries and have a mimosa. Yeah. The great thing about Crave Moncomont to me is that I'm finding restaurants that I've never heard of and yep. I've never experienced. So for instance, one is called pie and plate cafe. So it's pies and, and bakeries. And nice. I love all that goodness. So I'm looking forward to trying some of those places, especially like handles, homemade ice cream. And, and I've never been to Zwellens yet, uh, which is in Audubon and right down the road for me. Cause I don't usually indulge in the suite. So I'm looking forward to using Crave Monka Month as my excuse to indulge. <laughs> and Megan, I want to give a tip to our listeners who take the bus, just like me. Uh, if you have a SEPTA Trans Pass, uh, SEPTA lets you ride the regional rail just using your Trans Pass on Saturdays and Sundays. So you can get to a lot of these places if you travel by SEPTA using your Trans Pass on Saturday and Sunday, there's no extra charge for the regional rail. So there's, that's a good tip for our great listeners. Go ahead, Amherst. So, Megan, I'm going to chime in and give you one little other aspect of Montgomery County that people don't realize. So during the pandemic, I was involved with a group of uh, cheesesteak aficionados <laughs> who drove from Atlantic City to far reaches of Chester County to Southern Delco to Northern Jersey in order to find the best cheesesteaks in the region. And we took recommendations and ended up narrowing that down into 65 locations or 
something like that, and we compared them, and we developed a top ten list. And not only is number one on our top ten in Montgomery County, but you have two locations on the, on in our top ten. And really, one of the great bakery of Conchahokan Baking Company is also one of the big bread companies that a lot of places use. So Mamas and Tanelli's. So you go from the far reaches, you know, right. Kinwood, which is just right there, yep. down mm-hmm. to Tedelli's in, in Horsham. So Mom's yes. was number one, and uh, Tedelli's ended up on uh, the number eight spot, and both of them uh, will be competing later on this year in a showdown of the top ten. But uh, as well, of right now, they stand at one and eight. So two that's great awesome. Locations. I love it. Love a great cheesesteak. <laughs> There, you, you struggle to find a better one than either Mama's out there or, you know, and Tonelli's down in, in Hersham area. So, and I'm sure. And I think I've only had better. pizza from Tonelli's. So I'm going to have to a check out cheese the cheesesteak now. Yeah, definitely a yeah. good cheesesteak. Pizza, pizza, Tonelli's is another great thing. Chip does so an absolutely fabulous job there. Great. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yep. You know what else? I mean, you had mentioned it, and I agree. I love that you list on Crave Monco on your website, on the app, that you have a list of the different places that you've never been to before. Now, one of the things that, you know, both Jean and I are fans of is our, our browns, our brown lookers, liquors. And okay. I saw that on this list that now I get to check out because I didn't know it existed. But thanks to you and your month-long celebration of the different restaurants, I can try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can try try out the pal- Palater Latin Kitchen and Rom Bar. Yes. Oh, so many great choices there. And if you go to try any of their tasty beverages, you have to get their guacamole while you're there. It's some of the best I've had. Do they make absolutely fabulous? Do they make it table side? Because that would just oh. <laughs> they they used to. Yes, they used to. Oh, probably because I've of- been in. I, I'm not sure if they're still doing it because of COVID and our, our pandemic, but we I've been in a couple times and enjoyed an amazing lunch. Um, we just unfortunately did not get the guacamole when I was there. So ah. much to my, my regret. Uh, it's usually a, a staple when I go to Paladar. But it's great because you can sit outside there and watch everything going out in the town center on a gorgeous day. Like today. I mean, it's a little warm, exactly. but today is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> Um, now the touch warm. Yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> but maybe we can go together one day and have that guacamole. I would love it. You just let me know the day. <laughs> and maybe Jean can join us too and Kevin. Um I want to also mention, you know, Honey Grow is on this list. I wouldn't have yeah. expected that, but Honey Grow is definitely on this list and, you know, that is something mm-hmm. where it's, you know, healthy a healthy eatery that's you know a you know a fast casual kind of you know it venue and so i i do like that you have different options on here yes lots of different options absolutely and it goes back to that healthy meal that you were talking about earlier it's right in the king of fresh mall so you can get some shopping and some errands done and still have a healthy 
lunch or dinner and their bowls are just amazing. I always get overwhelmed because there's just so many great options that I want to put everything that I love in the bowl. And I have to remember I can, can only eat so much. My <laughs> eyes are always bigger than my stomach. Exactly. I mean, but like there's definitely a lot of different options to choose from. So even if your eyes are bigger than your stomach, you can just continue going on. Like ignore that stomach. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> so why don't you tell us about the deals? Like I know that some of the deals are, or actually all of the deals are per the venue, you know, choices. What are some of the deals that we can expect? So when you're good, each, like you said, each restaurant is a little bit different, um, but most of them will give you a discount off the purchase that you're making in one way, shape or form. Um, we do have a restaurant that is doing a prefix dinner menu, so you can use that. There's a lot of percentages off, so maybe it's 10% off, whether it's a um, a order that, you know, a $20 order or your cocktails to go, or it might be $5 off your purchase of 30, um, happy hour menus, a lot of discounts on your total purchase is what we're seeing. And because we really left it up to the restaurants, we made it convenient for them and to what they offer so that it entices you to try different things and not just one particular menu item or a selected item. We wanted to make it beneficial for the restaurants. And I like that because, you know, it, it is a month long that we, people can go out and get that deal or these deals, I should mm -hmm. say. So they can mm -hmm. explore. And that's that's a bigger point because we we need to explore again. We need to get out again. Um, you know, and the town center, as you said, you can go and, you know, sit and eat and see what's going on. There is lots mm -hmm. of little areas and, you know, little gems that you can find within Montgomery Co County that offer mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, you know, what's one of your favorite little areas? Nooks in the... Oh, mountain. you're going to... You're going to make me pick one of my favorite places? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> all right. Well, my disclaimer is that I love all of my Monco restaurants. I really do because they each have something special about them. Um, I love Bald Birds Brewing Company because they're super close to my house. Um, Bar Taco is one of my new favorites. But I, Southern Cross Kitchen is definitely one of my favorites all around, I have to say. I, I always find something there that I love. And when I eat there, I just feel like I should be at the Southern Cross. So it just makes me happier, whether I'm inside or outside at the restaurant. And Jean any of the Conchi Hawk, any of the Conchi Girl locations are absolutely fabulous. I agree with you 100%. It just takes you to absolutely. a different place when you're there. It does. And, and I mean, the writing's on the wall, right? The song verse is there. So it just always makes me feel happier when I'm there. And I, I feel like I'm at the Southern Cross, even though I'm happily in Montgomery County. So before we let you go, what would be one of your favorite meals at the Southern Girl? Um, at Southern Cross, they have, and I, I might be doing it wrong, but they had a fried chicken sandwich and meal and salad that you could get. Um, that is one of my favorites. Their, their, their chick, their fried chicken is, is my favorite. So I love, I love getting any one of their, I think the last time I was there, I had a healthy salad, 
but I had some chicken on it. But um, their 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 fried chicken meal is one of my favorites. And Montgomery County is the place to be, July first to July thirty first. Megan, let's get the details on how people can get their information. Just go to cravemonkamonts.com or download the free Visit Valley Forge app. That is fantastic. I want to thank you so much. Montgomery County, we're getting there July 1st to the 31st. Thank you, Megan. My pleasure. Thank you. Oh, that was fun. And we just told you tons of great stuff about Montgomery County. Thank you so much, Megan. And we'll be right back. Craving date nights? celebrating missed birthdays or even just Tuesdays? Indulge and satisfy your hunger and thirst with the first ever Crave Monco month all throughout July. The month-long restaurant promotion celebrates Montgomery County, PA's eclectic restaurants and Montco makers. The 31 days of meals, drinks, and deals will include special menus, free appetizers and cocktails, discounts, and more. Check out the participants at Crave Monco Month Dot com. Then download the free Visit Valley Forge app to access the offers. And we're back. Amorous Pollock introduced these fantastic guests. So I want to introduce Nikki Toscani and her lovely husband, Mike Szynski, who are from Fishtown Pickle Project. Hi, welcome to our, our show, Food Farms and Chefs. How are you? Great. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. We're excited to be here. Oh, yeah. It's fun. So I was actually first introduced to you, I think, on a walking tour in Fishtown, and um, they talked about your pickles. So I was like, oh, you know, I want to try it. And then I've been to a couple of little pop-up, you know, gar- uh, farmer's markets that have happened in and around the city, including Sisterly Love um, food, food Fair. And, you know, I purchased, I've obviously I've purchased your pickles since, but why don't you tell about like our listeners about your pickles and and how you got started sure um so yeah thank you it was great to to see you at one of the sisterly uh citywide food fairs it's been a really great market that we um joined actually in 2020 at the height of the pandemic um but fishtown pickle project really started as a passion project with myself and my husband um, my husband is a chef by trade. I'm a dietitian by trade. So needless to say, everything, our relationship is surrounded by food. We love food and we, our professions are surrounded by food as well. Um, and my husband, Mike, made these pickles. This one, it's actually our zesty, sweet garlic flavor. He's made them for years. Um, when we got married, we, um, had a wedding reception and gave them out as as favors. Oh wow! And nice. it was, you know, our friends and family. They came to us and said, "Hey, can we get more of those pickles?" And then the wedding planner was like, "Hey, do you sell these? Can I buy some?" And then the the restaurant there, and and just more people were like, "Huh, maybe we're onto something here." <laughs> and then it was that fall, Philly um, had a pickle festival in Northern Liberties at the Piazza, and we just thought, "Hey, let's just join for fun." And the rest is kind of history. They were a hit there, and we just kind of we continued to roll with it. I mean, and the piazza itself kind of gives you a lot of foot traffic. So, and then word of mouth, you know. So if you weren't already on the upwards, you know, scale of of getting your name out there, you definitely would have gotten traction at at 
at that area. Yeah, and and we were not. We there was literally nobody heard of us at that point. Trust me. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it was a good opportunity though, um, and and we pride ourselves on making really delicious pickles. Michael is the the head of that the kitchen, so he can talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we tried. So everything kind of grew from there. So we really hit the ground running at the. Uh, it was called Pickledelphia, actually, at the piazza in the fall of 2018. And like Nikki said, it kind of snowballed from there. So it was just like, well, how do we make our pickles, you know, still stick with the hand-cut, handcrafted um, thing that we're going for here, but really have some culinary-inspired flavors and a uh, variety of flavors. And then we kind of evolved into having our staple, what we call our staple five flavors over the next three years or so. It took a little bit, a lot of trial and error. And um and then from here, we just do a lot of limited batches, so seasonal flavors, um, seasonal vegetables, trials, uh, experimental things, and just have fun with it, both fun for us and for the consumers to try different stuff that likes for people who like our stuff. So Now, I know that you have, and it became a very popular um, item because there's a lot of people in Philadelphia and around the area, uh, in the tri-state area, that have heard from heard about you at this point, but they love spicy um spicy foods and i know that you have a spicy pickle yes several well several but one staple so we are a staple all the time spicy pickle is the habanero dill um i we really tried to you know though it's habanero we try and stay middle of the road on spice you know kind of make the spicy lovers happy but for those that are on the fence kind of having something in the middle of the road there too so that's our habanero dill but we do also you know later this summer i'm actually working with a pepper guy to do some carolina reapers again later this summer we did just do a ghost pepper chip oh. um so yeah i mean <laughs> nice. so the, the, the spicy stuff i am certainly a fan of nikki is a fan of and uh so yeah we always in that limited batch rotation we always the spicy stuff comes through often uh talk about the specific uh flavors like i'm curious sure so the um our two starting flavors were the zesty sweet garlic the one that nice. he mentioned and was our wedding favor the other was uh sweet onions and mm -hmm. two favorites i kind of developed a sweet tooth uh, i hated sweet pickles as a kid and developed a sweet tooth like later in pickling life mm -hmm. and um but we decided that our we had two sweet options and some people really just don't like that. So um, we then developed a more of a, our take on what a deli style is. So that would be our Philly Dilly Deli. Then we have another one, Original Sour is more vinegar forward, all punch, make you pucker kind of pickle. Nice. And then our spicy one, actually, the habanero dill I mentioned, was our last of our staple five. And that was because of the high demand of where's your spicy pickle at. Nice. So. <laughs> well, that's what people, you know, they're popular. Sure. Yeah. You know what and I mean? they are. And it actually became one of my favorites, though it's the newest to the bunch. Kind of one of my favorites. Absolutely. Because I, I like spicy pickles, too. It's just missing from our lineup. Nice. So. Mm. Now, what is your most popular pickle that you actually produce? I'm going to say it's the Philly Dilly Deli, and that's the one that kind of bridges everything, right? It's the dill pickle that everybody knows and loves. It's the it's probably the most familiar tasting pickle that we offer. And I always tell customers that come up and say, hey, I really like bread and butters. What are similar to that? Or I like this. What's similar to that? And I say, well, quite frankly, our pickle flavors are really unique. Um, more, there's They're extraordinary. <laughs> they really are. Um, the Philly Dilly Deli is the most ordinary, but it's still totally delicious and it you know it it goes back to the fact that we mike and our team make everything by hand 
Mike's playing around with fresh, high-quality spices. Um, they are refrigerator pickles, so, so we're not doing any canning. We're not cooking the pickles, making them softer. We're not, you know, playing with them. And a lot of a lot of people say it reminds them of their grandmother's pickles, which is a high compliment. Yes. But, um, yeah, so I would say the Philly Dilly Deli is probably the most popular one. It's a bestseller. But the Zesty Sweet Garlic and the Habanero Dill are tied for second. Yeah, yeah that's, I would say, pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah. Do you do things uh, fermenting as well? So do you do like a kimchi or anything like that as well? So no, um, no kimchi, though I love it. And we, we actually both love kimchi very much. But um, <laughs> so do we don't do a kimchi at this time. So we are getting into a little more fermenting. And we do have a half sour um, that comes through and on rotation quite frequently. And how about things like you can find in, you know, the Amish country or things? Do you do like a chow chow or anything? You know, similar to that, some of the you know, traditional Pennsylvania items with the mixture of you know, vegetables that's usually high and a little bit of turmeric or things like that. Actually, yes, we have something in the works right now. So it's kind of um, – so not the chow chow, though I love that as well. Um, but we are doing a – working on a jardinier and um, sure. also pickled cauliflower, actually. Nice. And you nailed it with, uh, with, the, tu- uh, with the turmeric. Um, something not so sweet, something a little fun, interesting, um, but, you know – Great seasonal vegetable as well. Cauliflower, I think, is definitely a good pickling vegetable oh, for sure. I agree 100%. I, I, I put it in my chow chow when I make it. I, I draw a chow chow from my great-grandmother's recipe, and I think it's just fabulous. There's a little bit of turmeric in that as well. Yes. Yeah. Now, for our listeners that don't know what chow chow is or jardinier is, let you know can you explain it a little bit yeah so the jardinier is um i believe it's a, a t- uh, so i kind of went a little bit um a little rogue with um our creation of it because we always try and stay a little bit different but the jardinier that are we're kind of working on is just more of a mixed pickled vegetable so it's kind of um you know common things would be celery carrots cauliflower red peppers um, usually they have a little bit of um, olive oil in them as well um, in addition to the vinegar but it is very vinegar sour um very much a pickled item <clears throat> now, I want to ask because our listeners can't see this right now, but <laughs> you brought your adorable baby who I haven't seen her <laughs> her face quite yet, but like was there any kind of pickle and ice cream craving while you were, you know, <laughs> pregnant? Uh, real talk when isn't there <laughs> yeah, a pickle the <laughs> um, I would say maybe the pickle consumption and the ice cream consumption went a little bit higher uh, while I was pregnant but nice. it certainly was there before and there still today so <laughs> constant definitely um, and then also you know I, I'm just curious too like uh, what what should we expect coming in the fall? Do you do any kind of um, seasonal gourds ever? Like you know, that has crossed my mind on how to pickle um, seasonal item like fall items, even just like a butternut squash. Like I've never done this. Maybe it's not even possible for a reason I don't know. But you know, butternut squash raw is pretty crunchy. Yeah. How would it hold up cut into like you know a French fry cut and pickled? Yeah. You know, it, 
might not be the best, but it, it's certainly worth a shot. You know, and I really don't know. But that is a great question. And the fall items that has crossed my mind before on the gourds squash. Because front. it's it's definitely not something that I've ever seen. And and since you guys do small batches and get a little more creative, you know, I was just wondering. So yeah, so one thing that we have done that it's it's um, popular, but I guess amongst its own crowd is pickled watermelon rind. And a lot of people are familiar with it, and a lot of people aren't familiar with it. But I've had a lot that are a little um, kind of like gelatinous, but we also don't can any of our items. So if you think about the white part of a watermelon, it's crunchy and sort of tasteless. So you can do whatever you want with it. And we did a lemon, excuse me, a lemontine melon rind, and had a lot of success mm. with it. A little bit of work, but um, right. um, but yeah, it's uh, definitely something fun, summery to do. It's a similar texture, yes. I think, too, of something that you would to the gourds, something to, that to you would a gourd, pickle. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Now, bef- I, I would love to work with you on that. I I have done both actually. That is chef. Added on both of them, you need to keep a, you need to keep the rind on them or the skin on them as well. Okay. Otherwise, they become very, they just break down. Mm-hmm. Nice. But they're they're fabulous items. Uh, a, a winter squash pickled is a phenomenal item. I, I am going to get on that because I definitely want to want to get working on that. And I'm actually curious, how do I get a hold of you? How do I get these pickles? Um, so the easiest way is uh, our website is fishtownpickles.com, um, and that will give us a full list of our retailers, and we also ship. Oh, so so we we're all over the world. So you will ship we Fishtown will, We will ship country, uh, you know, nationwide. Yeah, and our list of our retail locations is all on there on a on a map as well. Very easy. Yes. We work with about um, I think almost fifty retailers, about, we have about 50 in, retailers in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. So we are around. Nice. Um, but again, if if you can't get to a local retail partner of ours, then just order online, and and uh, we do. Free shipping on four jars. Whoa, really? Yes. You'll be getting four jars from me because <laughs> I'm a deli guy and I always get the pickles. And that's the most popular pickle you sell, I guess, is what I'm buying at the deli. So there you go. Not, you're, you got me. <laughs> and for, you know, any pop-ups, we, we mentioned Sisterly Love or any of our regular farmer's markets, we are always announcing them on our social media as well. Um, you can always get it directly from us. Uh, What's there. the social? at? So at Fishtown Pickles on Instagram. Perfect. And then on Facebook, it's Fishtown Pickle Project. That's also where you'll get the latest um, information on any of our farmer's markets and also our limited batch flavors because we really make limited batch amounts. So nice. you kind of want to be on the no- in the know on that um, so you can get some. Uh, Philly Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com for more information about the show. Amaris Pollock, give your tags. You can find me at Amaris Pollock on most social media accounts or AR Pollockus. Or you can email me if you are interested on coming on the show at ARPollockus at gmail.com. Chef Gene, tags. You can find me at Gene Blum or IBFoodie2 across social media. Or you can email me directly at IBFoodie2 at yahoo.com. That's IB. F-O-O-D-I-E, the number two at yahoo.com. Happy Almond Butter Crunch Day, everyone. Crave (laughs) Monco Month starts July 1st. Let's get to Montgomery County. We'll see you next week.